Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. people who believe that he exists. They believe with their head, just for the radio, Pastor Robert's poking his own head. Forget I'm not on TV sometimes. It's radio. There'll be so many people who have believed with their minds and never given their hearts to it. I didn't understand the difference. For so many years, I didn't understand the difference because when people talk about believing in Jesus, well, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Sadly, there are going to be a lot of self-proclaimed Christians who will find themselves shocked when the rapture happens, and they're still here. As Pastor Robert will warn in today's message, don't mistake familiarity with Jesus and association with His church as an automatic pass into heaven. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 2 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The people of Jerusalem were freaked out. They were troubled. Why? Because they didn't know. You mean, you mean Messiah has come? And we didn't even know? Well, yeah, that's what it means. Just like today, millions of people know about the prophecies concerning the rapture of the church, the return of the Lord Jesus. They know. They can tell you all about it. But fewer actually eagerly waiting for him. Because just like these scribes and the Pharisees and the people of Jerusalem, their knowledge is merely academic in nature. They've read the Bible. Maybe they even believe it to be true. But their hearts haven't been impacted by Jesus. It's not personal. Now listen, just so, you know, if you're sitting here thinking, oh man, that's, that's kind of, that's me. Well, it was me too. That's why I know so much about it. Because it was me. It was me. I grew up in church every week. We went to church every, every Sunday. I was there. Man, I must have heard the gospel 10,000 times. You know, I mean, I knew exactly what the Bible said. I, I understood in general terms the rapture of the church. One day, Jesus is coming for us. People are going to disappear. If you know the Lord, you're going to be taken out of here. And, and, and people are going to be making up stories about what happened because they're not going to want to believe that the Bible is actually true and Jesus actually came and rescued his, his church, those who loved him. People are going to be in denial. There are going to be a lot of people in church that Sunday morning after the rapture in total denial. Couldn't have been the rapture because just look around. Church is full. I'm just saying. Because there's so many people who believe that he exists they believe with their head, just for the radio, Pastor Robert's poking his own head. 
Forget I'm not on TV sometimes. You know, it's radio. There can be so many people who have believed with their minds and never given their hearts to it. I mean, I didn't understand the difference. For so many years, I didn't understand the difference. Because when people talk about believing in Jesus, well, yeah, I believe in Jesus. I have no problem. 2,000 years ago, there was this baby born in Bethlehem. They put him in a feed trough, little manger. He grew up, did miracles. He was the son of God. They crucified him. Then he went to heaven. See, that's kind of the way I thought about it. He, he, he rose, went to heaven. Boom. Because I thought about I thought about him kind of the same way I think about other other people who they die. Hopefully they go to heaven. You know, Jesus died. He rose to heaven. That's kind of the way I thought about it. I didn't I never even understood that what the Bible teaches is that he came out of the tomb. He spent 40 days, according to the Bible, just hanging out on earth. Continuing to teach. He would just show up where the disciples were. hundred people in a big room like this one, and all of a sudden Jesus is standing there. They're on this, you know, by the lake, you know, the Sea of Galilee. It's kind of like, you know, it's just a big lake. And they're out in the boat, and they realize there's some guy waving at them on the shore. And they, Peter comes to the conclusion that it's Jesus. And they all have breakfast together. My granddaddy went to heaven about 30 years ago. And, you know, we hadn't had breakfast together since that time. It's not going to happen until I get to where he is. He's not coming back to where I am, right? But Jesus spent time on earth fellowshipping, you know, giving them more teaching and greater understanding because they didn't, they hadn't understood either. But this all became very personal for me one day when I was 24 years old and and actually had an encounter with the Lord Jesus. No, I didn't see him, didn't hear an audible voice, but he made sure that I understood that he's alive and he wants to be involved. He wants friendship with me. He wants to teach me. He wants to lead me. He wants to help me. It's personal. I'm looking forward. I'm eagerly anticipating his return for me. It's personal. Is it personal for you? Do you really believe that he's coming back for us? I mean, how does that belief affect your life and your decision? Do you make decisions that that are affected by the fact that Jesus Christ has promised to come back for you? If not, then you need to question whether or not you actually believe this stuff. It's just something. Just get real with yourself. These wise men were watching for the sign of his coming. How do we know? Well, because they quickly took action when they saw his star. They were watching for it. They recognized it. And they took action when they saw it. They didn't beat around the bush. Now, going back to Matthew chapter 2, verse 7. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem. He's being sneaky. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. Not a baby anymore. When you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Snake. Verse 9 says, when they heard the king, they departed. 
And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped who? Him. Not them. Little footnote. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him. You know, a lot of times we see in the, you know, in, in like Christmas plays and the activities we do, there'll be a, a bottle of frankincense, you know, some myrrh, you know, that's like each one of them has a little box. Does that sound like what it's talking about right here? Doesn't sound like it to me. You talk about opening treasures, I'm expecting something bigger than a shoebox, right? I mean, that's just me. They presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. So they had bought the lie from Herod until God warned them in a dream what he was really up to. So they went, they went back to their own country by a, a, a route that avoided Jerusalem. Verse 13, now when they departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt I called my son. Okay, so stop right there for a minute. See, so now the Lord guides them by the star. Now it's just not they see the star and go to Jerusalem. Now God actually uses, supernaturally uses that star. That star was, was positioned by God over the child to, to guide them to young Jesus and, and, and Joseph and Mary. And so they bring their gifts, you know, and, and, and as I said, by now he's, he's not an infant any longer. He's referred to as a young child. Some time has passed. He's a toddler maybe, who knows. And as we said, Herod had no intention of worshiping the Messiah. He just wanted to hold on to his throne. He intended to kill the kid. That was the objective. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.